YouTube. Right now, I'm joined by um, Andrea Bell, of course, from the Hocken, the arts, pictorial arts curator, because it's time for Art is Real. Mm-hmm. And today, we're joined by special guest Raylene Martin, um, from originally from Omaru, then to Dipton, then to Bluff, then up to Nelson, now living in Wellington after being over in the States and the Netherlands. Good morning. I think I got everything in there. Kia ora. Kia ora. Hi there. <laughs> right, welcome, uh, Raylene. Um, and welcome back to Otipote. Are you enjoying it this I time around? I am. Round? I am. It's been beautiful. Yes. Yeah. And even this rain is beautiful. Oh, it's 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 lovely. You know, with that still kind of that bit of uh, heat in the in the ground, bringing all those smells out um, of the grass and, mm, and all that. It's still warm. Yeah. Still yeah. Yes. Yeah, nice. I love it. I love it. Um, right, yes, you were here because you are the artist in residence at the Blue Oyster for the summer. Um, so I guess first off, tell us a little bit about uh, your work, what type of work um, do you create uh, as a self-responsive artist? And what does that mean, site-responsive Sorry. artist? Sorry. Yeah. That's quite a nice slip. Um, I guess most artists are, are a little bit self-responsive and, and site-responsive. Um, well, so uh, I guess what I do, I tend to do, the process would be um, that I go into a, a site or a situation and I try and understand what's there. So that might be things like the way light moves through a space or the way people move through a space. So those kind of quite ambient things, um, sounds, stuff like that. But then also really subjective things like um, how the space feels, um, you know, like what the kind of psychological resonances are. Um, Mm. And then really objective stuff like the history of the space. I might do a bit of research in the library or the archives, that sort of thing, um, or talk to people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then so a lot of that kind of information becomes what I would respond to in the painting. So you studied painting and printmaking, that's right? Yeah. So was it a Bachelor of Fine Arts from the <laughs> University? Oh, so the uh, in Wellington yeah. I studied... Um, Bachelor of Fine Arts, and that was in painting yeah. and time-based media or photo media. I can't remember which now, yeah. but I did a bit of photography and yeah. video stuff as well, which has been and really useful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I went to the states, I did an MFA in painting and printmaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Virginia. Yes, yeah. Virginia, Richmond, Virginia, which is a great city if you ever get a chance to travel there. Really good music too. Yeah, you're right. I know a few bands from Richmond, Virginia. It's a great band. I always wondered, um, well I've been wondering this morning, not always, that's uh, a long time, Uh, 37 years. Now, um, I'm wondering, when you look at a site and when you research a site uh, and you become responsive to that site, um, does the site, um, does that inspire your material use as well or have you always got a certain materials that you work with? Yeah, it can do. Um, Yeah, so especially if it's because sometimes it's a, an, an indoors site, like a, a, a space, like a room, mm. um, or part of a building. Um, but other times it's an outdoor site, so it depends a little bit on that. Um, especially with architectural spaces, there's, and if it's not a gallery space, you know, if it's mm. another sort of site, then there's a lot of um, 
layers within that space of different, maybe different paints or different materials. So mm-hmm. quite often I'll think about that and maybe, um, for example, colour match one of the more kind of commercial or industrial paints mm-hmm. rather than, say, like a tube of paint from the art store. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I guess that kind of connects with this next question about um, whether or not you might have a preference for working inside or outside, or um, is there any particular work, maybe if we could get more specific about a particular work as an example, Sure. kind of um, enjoyed creating? Well, so at the moment I've been working a lot between outside and inside, so maybe making a work in an outside space. and then bringing some of that work back into an inside space. And so that's where maybe, um, going back to the material question, I might research the particular geology of, mm. a, of an outdoor site mm-hmm. and then find mineral pigments that relate to that geology and mm-hmm. then put those into the, the work somehow. Yeah. Um, and at the moment I've been working a lot with uh, cellulose medium as the paint mm-hmm. um, emulsion. Um, and so that, and cellulose is a is a plant based thing often, or it can be generated through bacterial um, growth as well. Lots of different organisms produce cellulose. Um, but so combining, say, the mineral information that that origin for the pigment with this mm. other medium, and then yeah, thinking about how that moves between outside and inside. And then how that like physically manifests, it could be um, like a, a self-contained work that's like on the wall or on the floor or directly yeah. painted on the architecture. E- exactly, the exactly. Yeah, so it's I like can, an immersive thing sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And, and because cellulose is a really sensitive material, it mm. will respond to changes mm. in conditions. So mm. humidity or it can actually be... I can rehydrate it as part of the work mm. and have it become liquid and then or move between liquid and solid or mm. surface if it's applied flat to something or material object if it's allowed to become that. So yeah. I'm really interested in those transformations. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And this isn't the first time that Raylan's shown mm. in Dunedin. If we just cast our mind back, so 2010 I think it was, that you had a yeah, work, one yeah. of my favourite works in the rear window. Can you tell us a little bit about that, yeah. the Geneva Public Art Gallery? Yeah, sure. So I guess that's quite a good example of where I did quite a bit of research into the history of that space mm-hmm. and its history as the DIC mm. uh, department store. Yeah. Um, yeah. And part, you know, a big department in that department store was the haberdashery and mm. um, linens drapery. and drapery and, and home decor. And I was thinking a lot about um, the work of Francis Hodgkins, who was a painter that was pretty influential when I was a teenager, you know, growing up in the South Island, she was quite a big deal amongst other people, but she was definitely something that I kept coming across, um, uh, yeah, at places like the Dunedin Public Art Gallery or the Mm. Souter and Nelson. And um, anyway, I was interested in, within the work that I did there, um, understanding her colour palette and actually sampling brush strokes so also her paint handling the gestures themselves um, but also the colour palette and kind of transposing that stuff onto this blind that was fitted to the rear window space so it's called painting slash blind painting blind yeah yeah, painting yeah. Blind. yeah. yeah. 
Um, so you're here, as we said before, as a summer resident for the Blue Oyster. Um, so what interested you about that residency? Um, well, I really love the way that the Castleburg Trusts kind of have created the space for um, artists and writers to come and spend time in a place and in, in what was a home mm. um, and as a home for multiple people now, like, tra- you know, quite transiently um, and kind of have that time to be in one place and, and make work, mm-hmm. um, but that they're always also really interested in this ongoing building an on you know, a kind of community of that practice yeah and the blue oyster and the castleburg um, trust have been working together for exactly three years or yeah. something on this yeah reason. You're, i think i'm not sure if it's three years but you're i think the third yes artisan residence that's yeah. been hosted ah, co-hosted by blue oyster and castleburg yeah, yeah mm-hmm. over summer Mm-hmm. And what have you been up to since you've been in Geneva? Well, so I'm working towards several things, one of which is an exhibition at the Blue Oyster in August. Mm-hmm. Um, the working title for that is Not Standing Still, <laughs> and that that's in reference to um, some ideas within systems theory around um, how uh, systems, whether they be ecological systems or other kinds of, well, I guess, yeah, living systems, but also other other kinds of systems. Um, that that these things are emergent and and not static and mm. um, and not homeostatic, I guess. That yeah. And so you'll be working with other artists on that show too. Yes. Yeah. So kind of adopting a curatorial role, or you'll be presenting work in it too, kind of. I think I'll both. be present. Yeah, a bit yeah. of both. And yeah. I'm still working through it. So yeah. yeah. Oh, great. And then also working on an animation under the boat shed here at Broad Bay. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. it's been a lot of fun getting down under the boat shed at low tide. I highly, rec- <laughs> highly recommend that as an experience. <laughs> um, some beautiful things down there. How are you finding Dunedin uh, in terms of inspiration for work? Like, well, I mean, like like the space underneath the, the boathouse mm. at yeah. Broad Bay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's been great, yeah. I've met with some really awesome artists here um, and had really wonderful conversations. Um, I also met with a a scientist from the university and and talked about different um, processes um, that marine organisms go through, especially related to biomineralisation, which is um, interesting. some other research I'm doing Um, yeah so it's been great Mm -hmm. nice Mm. nice yeah cool and so then coming up next so you've just also enrolled in a PhD yeah that's right isn't it yeah Wellington yeah so will you be exploring kind of similar themes yes through that yeah in terms of environmental and yeah yeah I'm my (laughs) working title for that that um the PhD is uh, entropy and empathy. So thinking about those two things as actually as processes that you wouldn't necessarily um, pair those words together, um, because I guess entropy is often associated with non-human um, systems, and then empathy is um, often thought of as a, a human thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm interested in uh, trying to understand those two processes. In relation to each other, yeah, and yeah, yeah. through your painting, mm-hmm. yeah, cool, nice, nice. Um, all right, so as you were saying before, um, the outcomes of this residency, you'll be having an exhibition at the Blue Oyster in August. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, and, um, and maybe people can 
uh, sneak a peek down underneath the boat shed uh, <laughs> down in Broad Bay. Yeah. So, what, so yeah. So, what was the plan for down there again? Uh, so, I've been working with the cellulose material um, at low tide when, when obviously, when the space down there. But um, what's revealed at low tide is is this kind of um, non-human painting, um, a lot of algal residue, um, and a, a lot of other. Um, other stuff going on down there um, mm-hmm. which is yeah visually pretty compelling um, so I've kind of been in collaboration with what's already there <laughs> um, making an animation um, where I'm doing a kind of time lapse of this cool. cellulose material yeah, awesome. changing cool. in relation Will that be in, included in the exhibition? Possibly, like, possibly? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm kind of w- yeah. Or we might see something yeah. on the website yeah. if people want to check out more of Ray Wynn's work website again? Uh, Walker Falls. Walker Falls. Uh, wordpress.com. Brilliant. Cool. Brilliant. Well, um, thank you so much for coming in this morning. Thank you. It's been a pleasure yeah. having you here. And uh, as always, Miss yeah. Mel, um, yes, so look out for that in August. I'm sure we'll talk more about that um, as the time, the time comes closer. Enjoy the rest of your time in Aotearoa and good luck with your PhD work up in Wellington at Massey. Uh,